Welcome to Teach Musically, the music studio teacher's resource for business and pedagogy solutions. My name is Michelle. And I'm Leanne. Today's podcast is an introduction to accounting. We will share the basics of what self employed music teachers need to know about accounting, as well as some tips and tricks we've learned through our own experiences. Being self employed, our accounting situation is very unique and more complex than for most people. It is vital that we educate ourselves so that we are completing our taxes properly as well as getting the most tax benefit we can through expenses. Please keep in mind that we are not accountants or tax professionals, but rather we are speaking anecdotally about our own experiences or referring to advice that we have gotten from our accountants. Do also keep in mind that we are located in Canada, so the systems and procedures we follow here may be different than those in your own country. Be sure to check the rules and regulations for the country that you are living in. Today's podcast will go over setting up your accounting system, tracking your income, tracking your expenses, and a few other helpful tips. Let's get started with the first but very important step, setting up your accounting system. Whether you are just starting out or have been teaching for a while, it is good practice to have an accounting system that is organized and easy to interpret. In the event that you are audited or need to give your documents to an accountant, an organized system is going to be very important. There are many options to choose from. There are a number of paid software subscriptions that you can use such as QuickBooks, My Music Staff, or Music Teacher Helper. These systems will keep your information well organized and can automatically generate invoices and financial statements. The advantage of these types of systems is that they are extremely organized and they are saved online. That means in the event that your computer crashes, you will not lose all of your information. If you do not want to pay for one of these services, it is completely feasible to use an Excel spreadsheet to record your information. Search online for templates or you can create your own. If you're not comfortable with using a computer or simply prefer to have written documents, you can track everything on paper as well. As long as you have tracked the information in some way and have proof of purchase for all your expenses, you are right on track. Choose a system that works for you and that you are comfortable using. Once you've chosen and set up a system for yourself, you can start to track three main areas, your income, your expenses, and your mileage. Let's start with discussing your income and we will cover expenses and mileage later in the podcast. Be sure to track your monthly income. You should record all of the payments you receive and who you receive them from, along with a total for that month. If you accept different forms of payment, you can also record that. In my studio, some students pay by e-transfer and others pay by cash. When they pay by e-transfer, the money goes directly into my bank account. When they pay by cash, I put it into what is called petty cash or cash on hand. This is an accounting term for a small amount of cash that is kept on the premise of a business and that is used for small purchases. Instead of going to the bank to deposit all of the cash I receive, I put it into the petty cash box and use it to pay myself as well as to make purchases for my studio such as books and supplies. Tracking your income is fairly straightforward. Essentially, you just need a total number each month. Where it begins to get complicated is tracking your expenses. It can be difficult to figure out what is eligible for expenses and how much. However, it is also important to take the time to properly track your expenses, as it can save you a lot of money at tax time. When tracking an expense, make sure to always save the receipt as a proof of purchase. Absolutely. After speaking with an accountant, I was shocked at how many things that I had missed when tracking my expenses. 
Let's go through a big list of what we can expense. We'll start with the more obvious ones and save the more surprising ones for the end. First, you can expense anything that you purchase as supplies for your studio, such as markers, pencils, paper, books, props, stickers, or notebooks. Even though these are small ticket items, they can really add up over time. Any purchases you make that involve your instrument can be expensed. For example, if you get your instrument repaired or have a piano tuned or regulated, this can be part of your studio's expenses. Be sure to expense any costs associated with your studio recitals, such as the cost of renting the venue, program printing, or any food or drinks you supply for the recital. This one may come as a surprise, but you can expense your cell phone bill. Many self-employed teachers will use their personal cell phone to conduct business. Be careful though, you cannot claim the full expense of your phone bill, but you can claim up to 50%. That's a big chunk of change. And it makes sense. We spend a lot of our time using our cell phones to text, call, and email students. If you have a music streaming subscription such as Spotify or Apple Music, you are eligible to expense this. I teach preschool music classes, so I use my Spotify account all the time to play music for the kids. I also use it in my private lessons for activities and to let my students hear recordings of the pieces they're working on. I pay about $10 a month for my account, so that's an extra $120 per year that I can expense. You can also expense any decor or furniture that you buy for use in your studio space. Chairs, rugs, couches, curtains, bookshelves, and artwork. If it is for use in your studio, you can claim it. Be sure to expense any costs associated with your office space, such as your computer, printer, ink, paper, filing cabinet, desk, or any other miscellaneous office supplies. If you do decide to pay for a subscription to an accounting software, that money can also be expensed. Finally, if you like to decorate your studio for any holidays, you can expense any decor that you purchase for this purpose. Those were some of the more obvious or well-known things that we were able to expense. Now we'll share some things that are eligible for expense that surprised us. The first thing you can expense is anything that has to do with professional development. Professional development can involve anything that helps you in developing your skill as a teacher or musician. This includes, but is not limited to music lessons that you take, online courses, books, and wait for it, concert tickets. Yes, attending concerts is considered as professional development. Who knew? In Canada, you're also eligible to claim any dental or medical expenses that exceed a certain percentage of your yearly income. Check with your accountant or online for the exact amount. Since we are self-employed, these expenses can really add up. Last year, I had to have a gum surgery which cost over $1,000. Because of this rule, I was able to use that expense as well as my other medical expenses towards some tax deduction. So make sure you save your receipts for all medical appointments as well as any receipts you have for prescriptions and medications. If you are teaching in your home, you can claim a certain percentage of your mortgage, hydro, and electricity expenses. You can calculate the amount based on the square footage of your teaching space compared to the rest of your home. For example, if your home is 1,000 square feet and your teaching room is 250 square feet, then you can claim 25% of your mortgage, hydro, and electricity expenses. When calculating the amount of room in your home used for teaching, be sure to include the washroom that students use and any room that you use as an office space. Speaking of washrooms, if you have students coming into your home, you can also claim the supplies that you buy to stock the washroom, such as toilet paper, soap, and cleaning supplies. 
Don't hold back, claim it all. Finally, we will discuss your mileage or driving expenses. If you teach from home, you can still qualify for some car expenses. Any trip that you make that involves business can be tracked, recorded, and used towards your expenses at the end of the year. For example, if you drive to a store to buy books for your students, claim this mileage round trip from your house to the store and then from the store back to your house. Other types of trips that you can track include driving to your accountant, to the bank, to your studio recital venue, to the grocery store, or to the dollar store to buy things for your students. Any trip that is business-related in any way is a legitimate expense. In order to claim this expense, you must keep a record of all your trips that include the date, number of kilometers traveled, and a description of where you went and what the purpose was. If you are ever audited, this record is something that you are obligated to provide. If you are a traveling teacher that teaches in students' homes, you are able to claim all of the mileage. Be sure to check with a tax professional or online for the best way to track your mileage. The way you track your mileage varies depending on whether you own or lease your car, as well as how much you use your car for business purposes versus personal use. Be sure that you are tracking this expense in the correct way. We realize this is a big list and it can be overwhelming to gather all of these receipts and documents. It is best to get into the habit of logging expenses as you go, as opposed to waiting until the end of the year and trying to scrape everything together at the last minute. When it is spread out over a year's time, the task is much less daunting and you are more likely to take advantage of every expense that you can. Let's finish off today's podcast with a few tips that we've learned along the way. First, be sure to keep your receipts for everything that you are claiming as an expense. If you are audited, you will be required to provide a proof of purchase. If you do not like to keep paper receipts, take a photo of the receipts and store them in a folder on your computer. Some accounting systems like QuickBooks allows you to take a photo of the receipt when you enter a new expense. This is a great tool that will help you keep everything in one place. In Canada, most businesses charged HST, Harmonized Sales Tax. It is the business owner's responsibility to collect this tax and to pay it to the government. Lucky for us, music teachers are exempt from this tax, which is great news because it is much less work for us. If you are also earning an income through performing, then you are required to collect HST if you're earning more than $30,000 per year. Again, be sure to check the rules in your country. If you feel overwhelmed or confused about your taxes, don't be afraid to hire an accountant. Even though it may be tempting to try to figure it all out on your own, an accountant can really help guide you and set you on the right path to tracking your income and expenses correctly. Even if you only hire them for one year, they can set you up for success in the years to come. Our final tip for today is to be sure to set aside a portion of your income to pay taxes at the end of the year. Since we are self-employed, it is our responsibility to deduct a certain portion of our income to put towards taxes. From personal experience, I have been told to save around 30% of my income to pay taxes. This amount will vary depending on where you live and how much money you are earning. Plan ahead so that you are not in trouble at the end of the year when you owe the government a lot of money that you don't have. The first year or two of figuring out your accounting can be difficult and confusing, but it is so important to educate yourself so that you can be in control of your finances and your financial future. Remember, don't be afraid to reach out to an accountant for professional help. It is an investment in yourself and your business. We hope you found these tips helpful. Are there any other expenses that we didn't mention here? Let us know in the comments below. 
Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe for more great podcasts. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and online at teachmusically.com. Until next time, happy teaching!